Welcome back to Can You Handle the Truthy Music? This is uh, gonna be volume nine, and today I'm here with uh, my co-host Ivan from Phoenix. Hello, Ivan. Welcome back once again. Hello, hello, brother. Back to do the same old thing again and again and again <laughs> until the people wake up and get it, and then everybody else starts doing this stuff all over the place. That's the key, right? To get it to where it's happening all over the place and you can't escape truth. But yeah, we're a long way from there. <laughs> that, that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, our uh, guest for today is a returning guest. And we are here today with uh, James Cardiner, who was a guest on episode three and seven. So now James, nine, right? Yeah. yeah. Episode nine. Back. A little bit of, you know, consistently keeping up with the the magic numbers huh <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> that's a little little fun a little synchronicity there well if but we yeah. do geometria we're at uh we're at god like now aren't we 10 so three and seven is 10 plus nine that's 19 19 that's and 10. the one one and the nine is a 10 <gasps> and dun, then you dun, reduce dun. it even further and then it's just one. number one we're all yeah. one or yeah. it's one and zero which is like binary code that's pretty <gasps> neat. No. the matrix <laughs> that's right <laughs> gotta wake up gotta wake up gotta find neo right <laughs> yeah exactly there is yeah. no spoon <laughs> yeah but no thanks for having me again uh as always it's a it's a real fun time to be here hang out talk about some music yeah let's get it going yeah okay so i guess we can go with uh with the first track that's that, that you selected james so yeah are we gonna listen to it uh now straight away or uh, are you gonna say what uh what track is that Oh, should we? All right, I'll give a little intro here to it. It's uh, a song off of a Primus album, and I believe it's off of Sailing the Seas of Cheese, if I'm not mistaken. And it's called To Defy the Laws of Tradition. It's quite fitting. Once we get on the other side, we can talk more. All right, let's go. Thank you. 
What's even more interesting, I was counting the lines of lyrics here, and I think as well, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Just 14 lines of lyrics, six and, and a half and, minutes. And, and yet, the schoolhouse rock thing, too. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a lot of information and truth in a small amount of words there, you know? That's yeah. what I noticed, but yeah. Go ahead, James. Break this down. Okay, so let me get my let me get my shit together here. Um, so to defy the laws of tradition, the first thing I will I always like to point out when talking about this song is it a crusade only of the brave, and to defy to defy the laws of tradition that line in that song like it it hits real home right like to a lot of the things that guys like us three have been learning over the years is about the 
the courage aspect of speaking truth and seeking truth and to be uh, of the anarchist mindset to live under natural law. It's not for the meek. It's not for the people that are coward, that are cowards. You have to be brave and the, the laws of tradition. I mean, shit, man, tradition is like the culture, right? Like it's tradition to me is like the things that have been passed down. That's like literally what tradition is. And these laws have been passed down from man to man and they're illegitimate. And to defy those laws, you have to be brave. You can't be a coward because you're going to fail. And that's the cowardice that has landed us in the, in the uh, position that we're in now with the order followers that are enforcing these laws of tradition being in uniforms or costumes with guns and to defy it. You've got to be brave. That's really like downright to it. Why I picked this song for this evening. And as far as like the verses go and everything like that, yes, like, you know, there's some, there, there's some talking points in there, but really it's just that one line that made me want to pick this. And it's like, yeah, they, they talk about the tax man, you know, coming to town. Uh, if you don't lay your money down and then he goes into, which is something that Les Claypool likes to do from time to time. Like he likes to do like nursery rhymes and stuff like that. And his songs, like he's got a uh, heavy metal, like there's a song called putting time and uh, like not putting, like putting something on a shelf, like putting like chocolate pudding. So it's pudding time. And uh, it's like, he goes, I think it's pudding time. He goes into this, uh, ver this heavy metal version of Humpty Dumpty. And it's great. It's, it's hilarious. And you don't expect it in that song. I've seen Primus or uh, well, Primus and or Les Claypool live on stage about seven times in my life. And the guy is a performer. Unfortunately, these days, he's a little bit more blue pilled. Um, and it's kind of it kind of stinks to see, you know, see your heroes all falling like this. But more about heroes later, because I picked out another song about heroes. And uh, unfortunate side effect of being a uh, being a somebody who goes against the grain, somebody who's like on the cutting edge of you know changing culture. That's a later song tonight today. Uh, but in this song, he goes into the "I'm just a Bill" from Schoolhouse Rock, and to me, that kind of points out kind of some of the brainwashing that went on uh, in a lot of our early childhoods because that's something that. Uh, something along the lines of Schoolhouse Rock, whether it was Schoolhouse Rock or maybe something that was kind of the same idea as Schoolhouse Rock. We kind of, a lot of people in the States, we we got fed that bullshit when we were little, right? And like, you know, how uh, you guys know how like Howard or Etienne de la Buetti squared, how he did that book about, you know, government being the biggest scam. And well, I mean, talking about how government is like, religion and money's religion and these state these uh politicians are like the priests and the the capitol building is like the temple and you can it's like this whole amazing breakdown of how government and religion are one and the same and like how government is a religion statism is a religion of, of modern day for mainly for atheists but it can be for a lot of other people too that that might even consider that, like even libertarians that's statism. You believe in some form of government. That's statism. Our boy Pasios, I, I hit the way he breaks it down. I can't, I, I couldn't even, it's so simple. It's like, you want to get beaten seven days a week or two days a week. I want to go over to that plantation over there where they only beat the slaves twice a week. That's, that's libertarianism. No, we need straight up, like bust it down, get rid of it. 
get it out of here. It's fucking broken. It's not working anymore. It never really did work for freedom. It works for slavery, but not for freedom. And yeah, like this whole schoolhouse rock thing that this dude in the song kind of lays out, it, it lends to the theme of defying these laws where it's like, this is how in that particular schoolhouse rock song, it talks about how a law is made a bill on Capitol Hill, blah, 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 blah. And you know, time to fucking time to defucking fi those laws. It's, it, it's high time that we do. We're at the zero hour. That's my first statement of the evening. We're at the zero hour right now. We got to fucking really just, just start right now. <laughs> Anyway, kill them all, kill them all. Let God sort of out. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, but no, uh, that it, line. It, it, one last thing. Yeah. It wasn't off of Sailing the Seas of Cheese. It's off of Frizzle Fry. My bad. It's like two or it's, it's, you know, Primus has a lot out there. Les Claypool has a lot out there. So, yeah, whatever. Wouldn't be me if I didn't like. I thought it showed it right there. <laughs> yeah. Frizzle Fry. I was, like, I was going off the top of my head when I first said it, to be honest. It was just like, you know, but whatever. Sailing the Seas of Cheese is a good album, too. Yeah. And, uh, I had actually picked another song off of that album, but I don't, I think that we scrapped it for this time around because I didn't want to play too much Primus. Yeah. So anyways, but, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned the uh, title and I'm bringing up the video here. The, the album picture, art. Yeah. And look at that album art. It's almost, yeah. you know, uh, similar to what is it? We talk about frogs in boiling water. So yeah, frizzle yeah. fry, yeah. look, it's a pan and something's in there getting cooked, you know, little by little. So it looks like a human head. About, yeah. Even that. Yeah. Yeah. Very some, interesting. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so this, you were, you talked a lot of stuff there, James, as always. But look, it was all religion right here in those two lines. Defy the laws. What laws of God? The commandments. Tradition. See, tradition is programming. And then even crusade. There's a crusade. See, so you got all these religion little connotations there. The brave, you know, so, you know, you know, believe in your God, even when those who don't believe are against you. So those two, two lines right there have a lot of like religious kind of tones if you go that way. But yeah, laws of tradition is basically, dude, you're going against your programming, man, your nationalism, your religious stuff, your race stuff, your whatever, whatever tradition programming. That's what that is. That's what I picked up there. And it's very interesting synchronistically with the conference that you and Joe Murray are organizing and I will be participating in. Thank you very much, James. Doing an extended or yeah, doing an extended or revisiting of my proxy is or proxyism talk from a few years ago. That's what popped out for me here What with the first verse here. What if Christmas didn't come this year and no one paid for Christmas cheer? So look, the biggest tier is the child or the store. See, the store, hey, where's all the money? You know, yeah. we, we got to make our money or the child. It's like, I want the gadget, the material, the fun stuff. Well, the parents are probably going to be bitching too. Be like, God damn it, kid. Why you, aren't you happy with a little $5 freaking little toy? No, you want the $500 new Xbox or whatever. See, but all that is proxyism. You want cheer? You want to be happy? Materialism or money? Materialism or money? You want the object or something? So that's what stood out to me right there with that bullshit. I'd like to take your idea there and kind of look at it at a different angle for a second, if we can, about yes. the child. What, who would cry the biggest tear, the child or the store? That's the question, right? So it's mm-hmm. like kind of posing the idea, do the children really care about this stuff or are we programming them to, right? That it's too. talking about who would pay if no one paid for Christmas cheer. Like the child, I don't think the child would really care because they, they, children see things through a, a certain lens 
and they don't see the materialism. They, they're taught that that's programmed into them. And I think that they're really empathetic in nature. A lot of children are just very empathetic in nature and they're in their, you know, in their nature um, where they pick that up from their parents perhaps or whatever. But I don't think that they see the importance of material possessions before they're taught how to do it. Correct. I said, yep, I, I would agree with you there that they did say the child. So when it's a child, you know, under what, you know, 10, 8, 7, 6, yeah, they don't care. It's like, you know, any, any trinket, yay, thank you, you know, they're fine. But now when we go into teenage, you know, and now they've become more programmed and material value, what would my friends are going to say if I just, you know, show up with an old Atari, whereas everybody's got the new Xbox, you know, 924. It's like, yeah, so now, yeah, the progression, the programming gets it's deeper and more more solidified and becomes more important than a child they don't they don't care it's like hey i'm happy i feel good hey we're all good so yeah this that's true remember that south park episode when the, the trapper keeper the trapper keeper episode do you, do you i don't the south park i did the first few years but i don't know if yeah i don't remember yeah. that it was uh kind of what you were describing there about showing up with an old school type of thing everyone's got the new thing and in the episode of south park they were basically fighting over who's got the best trapper keeper and it just chaos ensues from there but it was it's pretty funny so it's a very old episode of south park but you know you say that and think about that that is a defiance of the laws of tradition the tradition is you got to keep up with the joneses you got to stay current you got to be with the new stuff if you have old shit you have old sneakers old clothing or old you know technology you're like what the fuck you're not keeping up with tradition you're failing to obey the laws of tradition so that's yeah well and since you mentioned it i i guess i can frank can i take a second now to kind of just like give a just a brief because this is like the first time I think that it will be, I don't know when you're releasing this, but I think this might be the first time that you'll, that anyone will hear me talk about it uh, uh, on your uh, yeah, show. Sure. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. And, uh, so, so Joe Murray and I for the last couple of months have been, um, have been ironing out some details and we've been trying to plan this thing. And it's a one, one day online event in late September, September 24th, 2022. And um, today is uh, April 30th, 2022. So we got like about five months now to get our shit together. But so you go, we're, we're throwing a one day online event. All right. It's called Shattering the Illusion. That's the title that we've chosen to give it. You can go to shatteringtheillusion.info for all of the, uh, all of the details. We have many, 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 well, not, I don't, I, we've, we have, hand selected a group of some of the best speakers that we have met over the years. My, myself over the last year, Joe, how over his podcasting uh, career, I guess you'd call it. And we have hand selected some of the best speakers that are experienced and have a lot of very important things to say. And we're very proud to be able to aggregate all of them and have a balls to the wall, just fantastic one day thing go on. And um, Ivan is one of them. He, he's going to be presenting an extended version of the presentation that he had back in 2018 at Anarcho Vegas, I believe was the event. Anarchizona, um, Anarchizona was up okay, north. Sorry, at Sedona. Anarchizo <laughs> Anar oh, Sedona. I know. Uh, I was new agey. Uh, I was meditating. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and, and we have many other great speakers like Sean McCann, 
Joe is giving his first time ever presentation. I'll be giving my first time ever presentation. Sean McCann's, uh, I guess, a wife is there teaming up, and it's going to be her first ever, ever time speaking in public. And she's just a badass mom. You don't take any shit from anybody. So it's, oh, and we have other, holy, holy shit, like the lineup is just, I, I'm floored with how amazing this lineup is going to be. We have, we have Chris Jansen from endevil.life. We got Will Keller from Natural Freedom League. We have Mark Devlin, uh, like who, Jesus, musical truth. Are you kidding me? We, we got him to come by and, and give an hour presentation. And dude, guys out there listening, you're not going to believe this. We, we, we got Mark Passio to come on board and to, and to give a one hour presentation. It's going to be a fantastic event. We're going to have a live Q and a session, possibly midday, but definitely at the end of the day. And we're going to be starting around 10 AM. We have nine hours of presentations and then who knows how long the Q and a is going to go, but you can, whoever's like getting wicked pumped up by my promo here about this like guys just go to shattering the info to find out everything else that you need to know and uh to figure out where you're going to be able to watch it what the times are like what the presentation topics are going to be um when you get to that when you get to that website if you if you're like what's this guy all about like i went there to see what Mark Devlin was going to present or what Passio is going to, or, you know, we already talked about what Ivan's going to present, but what the hell is Sean going to talk about? Well, you went there to find out that stuff. If you get curious about the other speakers, click on their picture and you'll be boom, you'll be sent right over to their own personal website and you can learn all you want about the other speakers. You'll be able to listen to their podcasts, their shows, their other live presentations that they've done in the past and, or, and or seminars, because we all know Passio is a fan of, taking a whole day to really dive deep into a topic and to make sure that it's sussed out for, for everybody to walk away from that and to really uh, have a, have a better understanding. And to that point, that's what this conference is really all about. There's going to be a lot of people that are fans of Francesco and Ivan here with this, with this show. And who knows, even a couple of people that might like hearing me speak from time to time, but that are going to be able to watch this and they're going to be able to say, Oh, I recognize that point. I know that I know what they're talking about. This is great, but this is really centered to try to um, try to initiate some other people into taking the proper actions to make this world a better place. And it's not always a pretty thing to look at. And the truth isn't always supposed to be gentle. So that's something that we got to go into this. Uh, the mind frame that we got to go into this thing with is that the truth hurts. That saying is real and it, and it, and it's actually pretty meaningful and uh, just like our first song, you got to be brave. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get to some, get to some people to help them consider some new things and to, to really start initiating other people into doing this great work too, because we're, we're doing as much as we can every day that we can. But the whole point is, is to uh, get other people to start acting morally and to understand these principles and to really see as hard as it might be just how fucked up the world is and the opportunities that we have to really create a better place for future generations. The saying goes that we are going to plant seeds to provide shade that we will never sit in. So that's the idea that we're trying to go into this with. Thank you for letting me talk about it tonight, guys, and to get that out of the way right out of the gate. Uh, so yeah, that's all I really got to say about it. And we can 
go on and listen to some cool tunes. Yeah, and, and if you and if you don't yeah, and if you don't want to uh, participate or, or listen to the tune in to the conference uh, after after this uh, amazing talk, <laughs> after this amazing promo, may, you're hopeless maybe. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got a little teary-eyed. I was like, "Oh my god, all this is going on? Shit!" <laughs> oh shit, motherfucker! Now back to our regularly scheduled program, D program, unprogram. That's now back to our regularly scheduled program. There, I did the video. I did the voice. I did the voice. That's the voice. That's the voice. Yeah, the radio voice. <laughs> okay. The radio so, voice. Uh, mm-hmm. and then you got to go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I could uh, say anything right now, and you wouldn't know because you're not really listening. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know we're in giddy moods. Well, well, it's like what two thirty in the morning for Francesco. We're Let's keeping go. him up past yeah. his bedtime, and I just got off work, so it's like well five thirty for me. So it's easy, but she just got off work. See, that's what the great work does. You know, people in the middle of the night, people during work, after work, before work. I mean, whenever you can, it doesn't quit, and you gotta you know dedicate <laughs> apply make it work somehow and a lot of people don't want to do that i don't got time i need my my sleep my beauty sleep blah 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 and we get what we deserve because of that but maybe yeah. one day we'll have time to we'll have time to sit back and kick it but now is not that time we need more people doing this work more people talking about the immorality of of how the system is set up and how it's possible that with a little imagination and a little heart and elbow grease, we could get to a place where the world is a better place. Facts, it can be that way. Don't even try to argue with me about it. Yeah, do you have a do you have a song you want to play, Ivan? I could, I can, and I will. Let's let's start kind of dark here for me because we always want to end on a better positive note. So I'm gonna take this back. I don't know what year this came out. Um. We're going to go back to, it uh, doesn't say a year. I got this off YouTube, 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 as we all do. And this has lyrics, and it's a Twisted Sister song. And I hope no, none of us played it before. Right? It doesn't sound familiar to me. But nope, no, called, we haven't. It's called The Beast. So, yeah, for some reason, synchronistically, when you reached out to me, uh, what, a week or two ago when we were going to do this, I was like, all right, I need a couple of tracks. And then, bam. Just across Facebook, a comment here, a comment there, a video here, video there. Somebody recommended a song based on whatever the theme was. And I listened to it and I was like, God damn, there's some truth in there if you listen to it with a certain kind of ear. So, yeah, Twisted Sister, The Beast. Uh, let's go ahead and listen to it. It's got the lyrics for us here. And then on the other side, we will go ahead and break it down.
he's in complete control This killer knows his business He is the predator You are his only target, you're his only goal What will you say, what will you do? Your wildest nightmares coming true There is nothing you can say No way to change, he won't delay This game will have his face It's the nature of the beast So that one, obviously, <laughs> The Beast. When I first heard this song, which was maybe a week or two ago, uh, yeah, I was kind of blown away with these lyrics because it's basically, I feel, it's telling warning people, if you don't have the skills to access the psychopath and you're not ready to fight and do what's necessary, the predator is out there. Everybody in control, in charge, the elites, the the priest class, the the evil psychopaths, the uh, order followers. Everybody's ready to fuck you up. And if you're not ready to dig deep and whatever, it's the nature of the beast. They will kill you. They'll take you know. They'll do whatever they uh, what they've been you know what's in their nature. It's the nature of the beast. So let me see. Going through some of these lyrics here. Um, yep, this they're sneaky. You know, and when you're aware, like a lot of us are in the truther movement or whatever, you know, when you can have some critical thinking, you're like, yo, this COVID thing, this is a scam. Watch, they're going to try and take your rights. They're going to try and implement it. So here, like a lyric, he's moving like a shadow, you know, a little snake and you know, creeping up on you. See, so these evil people, they have plans. And if you're ignorant to that plan and you think everything's happy, happy, joy, joy, avoid the negative and life is beautiful, they're going to eat you up. And what's happening in the world? Look, <laughs> uh, fake hunger or, or food shortages and restrictions, lockdowns, all this stuff, because people were ignorant, you know, the nature of the beast, they ignored it. The people in control wanted more control and power. And guess what? They got it because people don't know how evil some of these motherfuckers are and what, what they're capable of doing. So. Some more lyrics here. Don't make a stand, just step aside. What's that sound like? The new age stuff, non-aggression. Like, oh, no, no, we can't solve violence with violence. So there you go. You let them get away with their shit. If you don't have what it takes, duh, duh, you know, don't try to play. You'll lose your stakes. Again, if you don't have that, uh, you know, the 
psychopath inside where you can come out, let it, let it release it to fight. You're going to get your ass handed to you. So that that's what I took away from this song. And that's why I figured, you know what, there's some truth in these lyrics. I might as well share it on here. What do you guys think? Yeah. And it's uh, at a certain point, it says like, you know, it, it has you, you know, they have you on your, in your, on your, on their sites, you know? And so people, people need to realize that, you know, even though know, many people seem to think that, you know, if they keep their head down and do what, just do what they're told, they, they're going to be left alone in the end, but no, because, you know, it has, you know, it has everybody, you know, uh, you know this beast, this system has, has everybody, has everybody on, on in its sights, you know, it, it's targeting you. So no matter if you, if you say, Hey, you know, don't mind me and just going along and, you know, I will obey everything and, uh no that's not unfortunately you know you're you're not gonna you're not gonna be left alone so that's the main the main thing i wanted to say you know, because this, you are, this, you is, are, this is the yeah. verse this is the verse i think you were talking you are, about right right yeah. here you are his only target you are his only goal so people better you know impress that in their in their minds you know that you know and people are deluding themselves that you know hey maybe you know if we do you know if we try to kind of you know Act, act nice or, or, or be on be on the be on the side of, of power maybe we'll uh, you know we'll get something in return but you know that could be momentarily but in the end they're gonna they're gonna throw you under the bus in the end so they're gonna eat you too so yeah if you comply you won't be you won't be a target if you comply but nah. <laughs> You, you you just won't be front and center but eventually they'll get to you too doesn't matter how much you comply eventually they get down to you James, James, any thoughts? I, Francesco, off like the lyric that you brought up, like the rest of that verse, he, I have him pulled up here. Uh, the lyrics here, uh, okay. moving, he, the whole verse, he says, "You won't hear a footstep coming up on you, moving like a snake. He's in complete control. This killer knows his business. He is the predator." And then what you brought up, you are his only target. You're his only goal, dude. Like they, they know the plan. They know the plan, right? Like that's that's what I took away from that. Like the killer knows his business, like moving like a snake. He's in complete control, you know. And you know, not to get too esoteric here, but like there's a lot of uh, symbolism in a snake, right? I mean, we we've heard <laughs> a lot of symbolism about snakes, you know, and some of it's good, some of it's of course is always you know the polarity of it, good and bad, applied and yada yada. But I mean. In this in this context, man, it's not a good snake, <laughs> you know. But like that's that's what I, I that's what I gravitated towards when I saw it. this killer knows his business. It's like yeah, yeah, they know what they're doing. They they know what they're doing. They know their intentions. They have a plan, you know. They're they're playing four D checkers or they're playing four D chess, and we don't even know how to play checkers like in that game, you know. It's it's bad. I, you know, I, I see a lot of like in this song, particularly, I, I, I see it being something that you could apply to like fear. Like, who is this? He, you know, we could talk about it like it's like it's a person, but like you can also look at it through the, you know, through like fear, like that. This is about the song about fear and what fear does to a person, you know, like like the lion that they're talking about in the beginning. 
stalks his prey, moving like a shadow, creeping up on you. And like a siren's call, he's going to have his way. Like fear does incredible, like incredibly terrible things to a person. And, you know, like it makes you want to, and then it goes on like talking about, you'd better run and forget your pride. Don't make a stand. Just step aside. Like, you know, run, you know, people like to run away from the things that they fear, you know? Yeah. I don't know. That's something else that I kind of wanted to like kind of apply this song to was, was, was like fear being like in Dune, you know, Frank Herbert said fear is the mind killer. Like we're all fans of that movie and those books. It's like, I kind of got that and I, I kind of like saw that in this song too. So the beast and the nature of it, that's all the evil. So nature of the beast, nature of evil is fear. It sucks on your fear. Sure. It feeds on that. So, yeah. 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 And like, and it says, uh, you know, even brings up your wildest nightmares coming true. That's literally like a lyric about the things that you're afraid of and dream at night and nightmares that you're things that make you go and wake up screaming. <laughs> well, I don't know how violent everyone else's <laughs> nightmares are, but I do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. oh no. Oh, too, too personal. But <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I like to see it through that, that, uh, you know, that way too, about maybe talk about fear for a minute. That's what that, this song brought to my, brought to my mind, you know, that is Good the nature too, of the beast. Life. Yeah. I would like, like I said, I don't think I ever had heard that song before. I was familiar with Twisted Sister, of course, but never really bothered looking them up. And synchronistically through some Facebook posts, some comments, a recommendation, I looked it up, listened to the words, and I was like, okay, <laughs> chalk that one up for, for the podcast. So, yeah. Bad about D. Snyder, though. He kind of turned on, on things a little bit. D. Snyder, if anyone doesn't know, D. Snyder has been a major advocate for free speech over the years in music. He was at congressional hearings back in the 80s. He faced down these people that wanted to, the FCC, that the people that wanted to create the FCC and to stop and to make it illegal for musicians to use language of their choosing in their music, so long as it didn't violate these people's First Amendment, right? So D. Snyder went and defended free speech, right? And now... Apparently, he has come out and said to have his fan, the fans of his music stop using this song. We're not going to take it in the way that the people have been using it over the last couple of years. So, again, we talked, I said something earlier about some of our heroes, right? Heroes. <laughs> I guess it might, it's starting to look like a, an evening talking about heroes in order followers. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's funny you mentioned that because i think that was the the facebook post i think it was josie wales maybe that shared something about that we're not going to take it anymore and somewhere under there somebody posted this song so it's like eh, there you go that we're not going to take it anymore it's like no apparently we have taken it and we've taken it a lot and very very easily so oh, yeah. yeah i actually thought about bringing that song to the table tonight but then i I, the rumor, I don't know if it's true because I didn't see the words leave the man's mouth, but apparently he's like all up in arms about people using that song as a, to like, as a rallying call, a rally cry, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of messed up. You fought hmm. for free speech in the eighties and the early nineties. You wanted to have it. So the parental advisory sticker wasn't put on your albums. You wanted to have the freedom to be able to produce music and make put a message out there according to your will and now 
the message that you put out there inspires people and you want that inspiration to stop, fuck you. I, that's, I don't know. That's that. That, 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 that ties into this song of the, the you know, nature of the beast as a line in there about that fear of that having the courage, you know, not standing up, that backing off. And that sounds just like that. You know, it's like you say all this stuff, da, 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 and when push comes to show, like, but that's not what I mean. I didn't mean to take it that far. It's like, well, it's like, what the fuck? If you know the, the game or, or the battlefield, you got to be ready to step on there on, on that battlefield. If not, then just shut the fuck up and go away and let the real people that are ready to fight. You know, yeah, take yeah. The, take he's the in, spots. yeah, he's in good company, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, that's the nature of the beast, though. It'll take people and and turn them around and and churn them up, and just turn them into something that they, the opposite of what they once were, just because they disagree. You know, like we're not going to take it. Like it's, you know, whatever, man. Like he wants to do that. I guess his. I guess it's his song, but you know, it's in the public. It's in the public domain. Well, no, that's not. The right words to use but it's in public people are going to use it and inspires people you're an artist you're supposed to want to inspire people and now you just you don't like what your song does like come on bro just get over it already like if you're not on board then just step out of the way you know just step out of the way step aside like yeah. your song that ivan played tonight let's step aside you know that's yeah and also the nature of the beast is is uh, it it, ha it has given us materialism, uh, you know, the primary importance of, of materialism rather than you know principles, and so that that's what you know that's what drives many of these people's you know behavior and you know change of change of script, I guess. <laughs> I'm thinking of Passio when he says about some of these people that you've been gotten, son. They got you. <laughs> you've been got. <laughs> you know, and that's probably what happened. A lot of these people like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rebellious and making my music. And then you move up the charts, you move up the social status. And then eventually you re reach a boom, a blog is like, yo, cut that shit. Like, yeah, fuck you. Boom. Oh damn! Uh, what I was saying, yeah, never mind. Wait, wait, wait. Let me tuck so my wanna, tail between my legs wanna, and get out of here. That's what yeah, you want to tell me. You want to tell me you, you're gonna uh, you're gonna give up all this money now that you now that you're gonna get all this money. You're just gonna give that up for for principles. Hey, <laughs> to stay true to your principles. No, that's outrageous. <laughs> all right. So since you had the most tracks, we're like, ah, we gotta knock off some of your shit. So, okay. So where do we go now, there, James? want to do buffalo springfield classic classic song by buffalo springfield everyone's probably heard it but it applies to today even though it was written in the i i don't know what 60s probably i'd say i wasn't alive back then maybe ivan can tell us but <laughs> i think i heard it while i was in the womb i think i was like hmm, what's that out there everyone's heard this song and like their favorite 60s movies about vietnam and shit like this song is everywhere you know but like Francesco said, when I shared this song with him, he was like, that's what this song is called. So I don't know if a lot of people, at least Francesco and I, our age, even know the title of the song, but I can almost guarantee you've heard it. It's a really good song and it really applies to today. Big time. Do you have it uh, and ready to go or we just locked, locked, cocked and ready to rock. Okay, sweet. So what it's worth by Buffalo Springfield for what it's worth by Buffalo Springfield.
something happening here What it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down There's battle lines being drawn Nobody's right if everybody's wrong Young people speaking their minds Are getting so much resistance from behind Time we stop, hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down What a field day for the heat And people in the street Singing songs And they're carrying signs Mostly say Hooray for our side It's time we stop Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going It will creep It starts when you're always afraid Step out of line The man come and take you away We better stop Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Stop Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. We better stop Now, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. Classic, classic. Very classic indeed. Real quick, something, James, I want to point out here is the way you, these lyrics are put right here. I think it's time we stop children. See, it's not, I think it's time we stop. And then, hey, children, what's that sound? It's like, no, look, it's a, it's a run-on sentence. I think it's time we stop children. What's that sound? See, so it starts with the children. Like, don't, you know, don't lose control or don't let them run them out. You got to stop the ch- stop children. What's that sound? So it's about, you know, waking them up because if, you know. Like, like not stopping the children, but like saying, hey, stop kids. Yeah. What's that sound? Listen, be aware. Look around. Right. Everybody look what's going down. And I'm thinking of, remember in, uh, in um, They Live? When they got the contacts, when they went in to get the contacts, that security guy outside, that biker dude with the gun is like, hey, brothers, there's something new going down. And he points to his eye. So <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of that. What's going down? See, everybody look what's going down. That's a term of like, look, this is what's up. Like, it's not going yeah. down. It's like, oh, it's, it's going down. No, this is what's going on. This is what's up. This is what's going <laughs> What's up. So that I wanted to point that part out right there. Yeah, this part in the song, I mean, it changes throughout the song, right? But like this made me think about all the distractions in the media these days, where like over the past, what, couple months since the last time I was here talking about music, like there's been so many crazy distractions, like, and it's mostly celebrities that are providing these distractions, or maybe it's calculated. Who really knows? I don't, but it's happening nonetheless, and people are distracted about it. 
And, you know, it's, it's like the song made me think about that. It's like, no, stop. Hey, what's that sound over there? Everybody stop and look around, you know, uh, what's really going on. You obfuscation know, right here right. for me. There's something happening here, but what it is ain't exactly clear. That's obfuscation, right? You know, confusion, just can create confusion all over the place. Yeah. Right. And it's like during these, during the last couple months with all these distractions, there have been like people meet like the world government council or whatever. Uh, I forget what it was, but like a world government summit, I think it was, they met and they're like talking about our futures and everyone's talking about dude slapping the other dude on, on fucking live TV. It's like, I know their names. I just don't want to say them, but um, because it's like, dude, uh, Meanwhile, there are groups of people meeting up and deciding what's going to happen with your future, your children's future, and their children's future. You care about what the dude smacked the other dude about, or what dude's getting into a court battle with his ex-wife about, you know, and how, oh, that's not a dog turd in the bed. Like, guys, let's stop. What's that sound over there? Everybody look what's going down. What's real? What's real? What really matters? What's going down? Like, we're just distracted. I say we because we're in this group too. We're the we're in the group that's supposed to be pushing back, and the majority of that group, citizens, regular people, are just they got their heads in the sand, bro. It makes me sad. It makes me really sad. You know, you said about people uh, calling the shots or you know uh, designing this or it's it's by design. And here, this one line right here: "There's battle lines being drawn." Yeah. Right there. That's a simple divide and conquer. It's like, well, wait, we got to go ahead and create yeah. the battle line between the mask wearers and the non-mask wearers, the vax, the unvax. Nobody's right if everybody's wrong. See, right. again, solipsism. Wrong. You, can't, you can't know the truth. So everybody's wrong. And yep, there's that obfuscation yeah. and confusion again. Yeah. And everybody that's in that group, everybody's wrong. And even the people in that group think that they're right. Like, it's like there's everyone's wrong, but there's a half of that people, the half of those people that are wrong thinking that they're fucking right. Here's uh, that like, movement, young people speaking their minds. Here we go. Those climate yeah, change young, yeah. youngsters, you know, they're, they're woke, but nope. Yeah, everybody's wrong. But right. Yeah, right. I was, yeah, was going to say, yeah, young people speaking their minds, but it's all, you know, it's all speaking nonsense these about, days, you know. Speaking, speaking their minds about narratives that are given to them, these fucking exactly. prescribed beliefs. Like, they don't know what the fuck, like, you, you're not speaking your mind. You're speaking their mind. You the know, mind you know, they, I'm... I'm I'm laughing here, James, because look at the lyric. If we skip this getting so much resistance, look, young people speaking their minds from behind. Like, <laughs> see, they're speaking out of their ass. So that's yeah. basically it. See? Yeah. Yeah. Good point. That's fun. Yeah. I, I like that. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the next verse is even, even better. Like, you know, here we go with the chorus again. But then the, I think the, uh, the next verse is, is pretty good. And that last verse, I, I want to spend a minute talking about. Yeah, here we go. Uh, the, the singing songs and, car and carrying signs, mostly saying hooray for our side. Like that's just straight up Satanism right there. You just care about yourself, getting what you want. That's just what I think. That's what I, that brought to mind is like, it's going on. This song was written in the 60s. It's going on today again. So they patriotism, nationalism, USA, USA. Right, right. Or even like, even like all the, you know, mostly peaceful protests that happened a couple of, like over the, you know, the summer of love. Are right? you really like, the good guys? Yeah. <laughs> Are you really the good guys? Exactly. Thank you, Francesco. But like, 
this is just complete. This just encapsulates a lot of what's going on today with all the mostly peaceful protests that are going on out there in the States, at least. It's like, you're just, you're just fighting for what you want. You don't care about the fucking real deal. You don't care about what's really fucking right. You just want what you want to be pacified and just to be, Oh, I got what I want. I guess I'll shut up until the next election. Like you fucking retards. Yeah. Cause you'd, you know, you'd, you'd be, you'd be willing that other pe- other people get, their rights violated if it's your side yeah. that that does that you know right it's like so. this whole like uh, you know not that i not that uh, yeah what you just said brought to mind was that the the this whole new thing about this dumbass fucking piece of shit biden talking about forgiving student loan debt and people are out there right now going if i had to pay my student loans back so should they all right let's forget about the being a conversation about money that basically what that what people like that are saying is I suffered, so now you have to suffer. And that's fucking wrong, man. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. Like I'm not advocating for people to take a get a break from the government. I'm just saying to sit there and say that somebody else has to suffer because you did just shows your cowardice and that you don't fucking care about the real problems and you're willing to let them happen to other people that don't deserve it. You didn't deserve it either, but you're not stopping it. Again, get out of the way if you're not going to fucking stop it. Just get out of the way. I take it to the extreme. It's like people that, you know, shit. Okay, so you were a rape victim and now that we're or a pedophile victim and all this stuff. Okay, so now that we're coming hard, coming down hard and preventing pedophilia and rape, you're like, well, oh, now? Well, wait, how come they get to be, you know, uh, spared from, you know, rape and being abused by pedophiles? It's like, wait a minute, <laughs> really? So, you know? It's that mentality. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, we're gonna and we're gonna talk a lot. We're gonna talk a bit about order followers uh, today, I guess. So that's kind of yeah. the that 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 we we find that mentality in there too, right? You know, so yeah. people who who have who have had all yeah. their traumas and now they they got an occasion to inflict suffering on others uh, and doing it legally for the for the men. <laughs> so. Right. Here, here they go. This line right here, right? Like the men come and take you away. Like what you were just saying is that that brought to mind how people go, oh, if you just did what they were telling you to do, you wouldn't have, uh, you wouldn't have got beat up by those cops. If you just listened to their orders and did what they fucking said for you to do, you'd be fine right now. That guy wouldn't have gotten killed. I listen (laughs) to what the cops say and I'm okay. So they should listen to the cops too. Like, fuck you, dude. You're just ashamed of yourself for being a fucking coward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, other people should be cowards too. Yep. And James, this uh you're, these, because you're these, afraid. There you go. These lines tie into what we were talking about earlier with fear. Paranoia strikes deep into your life, it will creep. It starts when you're always afraid. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh? It's that fear thing again. Yeah, and that's what they're doing to us now. They're creating Stockholm syndrome uh victims with, with pulling back and then going in and pulling back and then going in and over and over and over again. You're thanking your abusers for letting up on the abuse, hoping that they won't do it again. And you love them for it too. You love them for letting up on the abuse. Every time they take the mask mandate away or they take the vax mandates away, they just come back six months later and say, oops. And that's how the pattern has been going for the last two and a half years on this planet, almost two and a half years in some places and other places have been a little less time. But anyways, like that, that's how it is. 
it starts when you're always afraid that that's the paranoia. And then the men come and take you. If you step out of line, the men come and take you away because you're letting this system turn into this 1984, like truth police, thought police kind of thing. That's going to, it's going to come our way. And it's, and it's starting right now. And it's actually not starting right now, but it's coming to light right now in more ways than it ever has in the past in the what maybe 50 60 70 years that this plan has been kind of building up to this and like it's start like uh, I, I don't know i'm running out of steam on this one but <laughs> it's like it, it's true though like the fear it, it gets to you and it creates paranoia and then next thing you know you're hating your neighbor for no reason and you're just cutthroat society and that's no way to live it's no way to live you know you're hating your neighbor if they have a gun. Oh no, they have a gun. Only the government should have guns. You're hating your neighbor if they're outside during lockdown. Oh no, they're spreading you know, the virus. Or if they're not wearing a mask. Or you know, if they have or don't have the American flag uh, at, at midnight or something. It's like, oh, that's not the proper protocol. Oh, they're being unnational, unpatriotic. It's like, what the fuck? So yeah, any reason, any excuse to. Go against the programming, going back to that first song, the tradition, disobeying the tradition. So now the new tradition is you go outside, maintain social distance, wear a mask, whatever. You've got to be vaccinated, your boosters. So all these new traditions, the new programming.
yeah, that was a pretty good song. Again, by Tool, we are kind of used to used to them listening to some of their songs with the pretty important messages. And I, th- I think this one this one was was pretty interesting. Uh, I think it re- refers also to our like to the to our higher self that that's kind of waiting on the sideline. That no, we we are keeping it on. We are keeping our higher self on the sidelines. Our higher self is kind of is kind of there waiting waiting you know for us to you know to recognize it and and step into that sort of higher consciousness i'd say yeah so james why the heck you picked this song man i see nothing relevant in this song oh wait i'm sorry just kidding the whole song is freaking badass man go ahead james what's up with this song Jeez, man i mean it's like you know <laughs> I, I uh through listening to it this time that acronym of law came to mind you know how long time ago some people were out there talking about how the word law is like an acronym what does law apply to l land air water you know and later on you know through the middle of the song there they're talking about all the things that the that these silly monkeys are fighting over right fighting over you know all these different things um and it just kind of came to mind that this acronym of law you know and uh, something that Douglas Martin has said in the past about how it's all about to prove who's the most high, right? Who's the high, like who's got, you know, the religion is like the authority and who's the most high and who's ever right. Whoever's right about this ancient battle they're they're the ones that make the law. They're the ones that are, that are the, uh, the authority. And I don't know, part of this is about, you know, our creation and how we have free will and how we use it for all of these really, really disgusting things. I like to point out though, really though, we do use it for a lot of beautiful things too. Uh, this song, however, draws more attention to the ugly things that we do. Um, uh, you know, and they're talking about, you know, how silly monkeys give them thumbs. They make a club and beat their brother down. It kind of reminds me of, um, the opening to 2001 a space odyssey by stan uh mm-hmm. stanley kubrick yeah. you know and uh you know i mean it was written by what uh who was it arthur c clark yes wasn't it and yep, that's um, right so the movie adaptation i've never read the book but i've seen the movie the movie opens up with that beautiful scene with the monkeys and it bill cooper does an amazing breakdown of like what that uh what that movie scene could be hinting at and he bill cooper was saying how it's about that that scene is they're in the garden of eden and then we see the first thought the first like conscious thought <laughs> see and francesco holding up there's arthur c clark the book <laughs> or arthur c clark fucking pedophile i think but uh <laughs> anywho um so that's great that you have that book by the way francesco seriously that's awesome. Nice little time capsule there. Um, yeah, I, I, I see this song as like a calling out to like, it says it right there. We're looking at the lyrics. It says, Father blessed them all with reason, and this is what they choose. And then he repeats it in the song. It's not like him to have that <laughs> kind of like, no, this, this is what they choose. Like, come on. Yeah. Repugnant. Go to that. Uh, Let, let's oh, say it with the right tune. It's like, this is what they choose. 
this is yeah. what they choose. This is what they choose. <laughs> yeah, this is what they choose because we have free will. We have the we have the ability to make conscious choices. You know how they've survived survived so misguided is a mystery. I like to really point out this line here. So you know, people know how important this really is to like take it in. And repugnant is a creature who would squander the ability to lift an eye to heaven, conscious of his fleeting time here. We only have one life how long is that i could walk out my door tomorrow and get hit by a fucking car what did i do while i was here is what counts we got this theme kind of going tonight about stepping up and making better choices and making a better future i mean we don't have a lot of time we just don't you have a what's considered a full life these days anyways but you could have one of those and still waste it all you know it's like yeah well, it's kind of it's kind of like that you know that that masonic uh depiction of you know fa- father time <laughs> yeah yeah and uh mother, you know you don't have nature. yeah it means you you don't you know you don't have all the time in the we don't have all the time in the world you know so yeah and i'd like to point out something about the instrumental part of the song that like the interlude of the song is a part of that interlude before the lyrics really come back and it's like the the guitar kind of is doing this nice uh melody and it's like fading away and then it comes back it's like that to me is like the um it almost reminds me of the principle of rhythm now we know with the seven uh liberal arts that music is one of the seven liberal arts and i believe music is supposed to be uh numbers in time so we have the trivium and the quadrivium put them together you get the seven liberal arts and it's like you know uh, grammar logic rhetoric we have arithmetic music geometry and astronomy and uh then you know the arithmetic is numbers then we have music numbers in time then we have uh geometry which is numbers in space and then uh astrology which is like numbers in the universe or some some sort of breakdown like astronomy that. music yeah it's, uh, astronomy yeah, astrology it's numbers so yeah excuse me uh thank you frank for that but fucking music in time so that part is like like a pendulum going back and forth so it's like not only is it like the music part of the seven liberal arts or the the music portion of the quadrivium but it's also like the principle of rhythm where it goes out and the measure of the penju- the measure of the swing out is equal to the measure of the swing back and it's like this song kind of to me represents this you know it says it right there about a tug of war it mentions a tug of war in the lyrics and like that's kind of a pull you know people pulling on that rope back and forth back and forth and it's been going on forever and You know, the lyric is angels on the sideline again, wondering where this tug of war will end. I don't know if he really says where or if it's really important, but I, I always thought that he said when. That the lyric mm-hmm. actually is wondering when this tug of war will end. I don't really mm-hmm. think it's that important, but regardless of where or when this tug of war will end, it's like that principle of of rhythm. It's going back and forth, back and forth. You know, You're like saying the- rhythm and back and forth. And I'm just reading here this last thing, cut and divide it all right in two. Well, what's right in two? You know, you got the middle. So you got the rhythm. It goes one direction and the other. But if you're balanced, yeah. you're in the middle. So when it's cut right in two, the middle is where you're balanced. And like you're saying, back and forth, 
That's yeah, where that. you're in, in balance. You know, you're either over here, over there, over here, over there. Whereas being in the middle, right. that's where you have, you have it all. You have it, right. you know. Cutting and dividing it all right in two just, uh, just represents duality. You could even take this out of the physical realm and put it in the ethereal realm of like the, men the mental realm, right? Like you could bring this concept into the mental realm about cutting your own consciousness right into the duality of man. It's in there too. Like it's, we cut it and divide it all right into right down to the way you think about things. Sometimes it's binary. Sometimes there is gray areas and you got to work through that muck to figure out where you stand based on principles and values that fall, I hope under a, some sort of objective morality. But I mean, that's kind of a sideline from, or like kind of a sidebar from what we're trying to talk mm -hmm. about here in this, um, in the song, I mean, back in the beginning of the song, like what we have on the screen now, they're talking about how this, you know, Eden has enough to go around. Like, don't these talking monkeys know that there's enough to go around? There's plenty here. But nope, where there's one, you're bound to divide it right in two. You can't just, it, we're fighting, and then like we're fighting over borders. We're fighting over land, air, and water and based on the law, like whatever. Uh, pieces of the ground, you know, give these monkeys thumbs they forge a blade and and uh where there's one they're bound to divide it right in two it's like we're killing each other over these trivial things where it's mm -hmm. it doesn't fucking matter it, you know there, there's no point it's, it's all based off of what man's construction that's it's all an illusion these borders these laws it's all a fucking illusion they were made by man they don't apply in nature they have no intrinsic value and we're supposed to be living with nature and the way they have it set up, the, the life that is handed down to us, we're put into a system of artificial laws and artificial culture and all this bullshit that, that we're given. And we're told that's how we're supposed to live our lives. Good luck going against nature because nature will win. I personally believe that I've, I've witnessed that myself. So it's really kind of a knowledge rather than a belief at this point, but hell, you know, riffing here, I'm just riffing here. Uh, well, what, what's your take on this? I'm, I'm trying to, because over it's over. over. Yeah. That's nature. So it's like not fight for nature, but are well, they telling where, us that we should be fighting over nature or so or, or what? See, fight well, over this is where like this is where the whole acronym of LAW comes in because it's over land, over air, over water, over over mm -hmm. these over, you know, over nature. You're fighting over the clouds, over wind, over sky, like these things that don't need to be fought over because you think you have a right to own this. You stake a claim. I get property rights. I'm on board for property rights, but like this is a little too much when you're talking about, you know, lording over a vast amount of land where other people will live. And next thing you know, you're lording over them too. And you have no right to do that. And you're sending people off to fight over these things. And it's, to me, it's just fight for the time, for the one, for the rise. And then it blends into, you know, the final verse you know, where angels on the sideline again, benched along with patience and reason, wondering where this tug of war will end. But mm -hmm. like, that's when I was talking a little a couple of seconds ago about uh, the acronym of LAW, that part that you just pointed out. Yeah, but, I, I want I wanted to 
talked about one of the lines there uh the one that says uh, how you know how we how we managed to to survive uh so misguided how they've survived so misguided is a mystery and and yes we were misguided but you know how how they've it's funny how they say how they su survived so misguided is a mystery because you know i'd say we weren't we weren't always misguided uh, at least not not all of us and you know it's uh, i'd say mostly it's, it's thanks to the mystery traditions so <laughs> that's that's how we survived so misguided so uh, it's a mystery it's the yeah. it's the mystery traditions that you know I like that, that. I like that take. Yeah, yeah, I, they're obfuscating that the mystery so, uh, traditions is what how helped to survive. I, I don't but yet so. I'm, 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 I don't I'm know also... because because it says how how they've survived so misguided is a mystery. One could say, yeah, it's uh, we don't you know it's a mystery how we we've been able to survive. But I think it's interesting because I think it's actually how we've how we've survived oh, so, <laughs> so, like misguided. so like you're saying like the yeah. answer is in the question itself or like that maybe this isn't even a yeah. question it's a statement like it's yeah a it mystery is how they've a yeah. mystery is how they've survived it's the <laughs> mysteries it's the mysteries yeah why like we've why we survived being so misguided so it's almost like they're angry. It's like, God damn it, how did they survive when we, they were so misguided? It's still a fucking mystery. We tried to freaking, uh, that's the point I'm trying to make here with like that David Icke quote about the ball. You keep trying to pull, push it underwater, underwater, underwater. You let it go. It, it floats to the surface. So they keep trying to misguide us to destroy us, have us destroy ourselves. And so they can rule. But yeah, we keep surviving. The truth keeps surviving. It's like, no matter what they do. It's a mystery that's like, God damn it, we fed them lies, we tampered with their beliefs, with their, even their DNA, their genetics, with the environment, and they're still fucking here. What the hell? Maybe that's it. It's a rant. Maybe it's like the, maybe it's like um, the right way to survive is like a, a swimming pool, and people have been just like kind of running around the edge of it, where they're doing just enough. And they're mm. getting what, they, you know, they, they just haven't taken that dive yet. I don't know. They keep dipping their toe in and it's like, oh, that's good enough. That's good enough. Yeah. No, dive every in, dive in. And we're yeah, in there. Every like, now and on, then. Jump in yeah. here. <laughs> they just dip their toe in every now and then. And like that swimming pool is like full of natural law and objective morality. Well, you shit, know. that leads into your next the line here ties with that. Repugnant is a creature who would squander the ability to lift an eye to heaven, conscious of his fleeting time here. It's like, see, so again. They're misguided. It's a mystery. How did they survive when it's like, look, they have an opportunity. Just freaking, you know, seek the truth, uh, open to the truth, raise your consciousness, you know, of your fleeting time here. It's right there. The answer yeah, is right What why are you that, avoiding this? Realize that heaven is it's it can be right here mm -hmm. as, as can hell. So, yeah, uh, it's like to me, like even like lift an eye up to heaven. Well, why up? To heaven because they recognize that the universe was the creator right the idea of they got their religions from the skies from the sun the moon and the stars like it was always an astral body of some sort that they would base their religions off of and that we all have been told the stories about heaven is up in the clouds and thunder is god playing is bowling with your grandpa you know shit like that like like, you know, which is a nice we sediment, did. you know. Yeah. I was saying we did, we did, the, we did an episode on, on secret societies, right? 
So yeah. I, I was on your on your show. You know, we talked a lot. We talked about you know that topic, and and that goes back to that line that I was talking. You know, at the beginning, the how we managed to survive. That came to mind. That episode that we did it, it did come to mind. We talked yeah. all about mystery traditions and secret societies, and and how it wasn't always bad. You know, sometimes it was for a good reason. They take the knowledge underground and gotta, you know recognize that, right? There's a lot. We talked yeah. a lot about that that aspect of it. Where, yeah. Thank you for that episode, by the way. No problem. <laughs> All right. From here, Francesco, you had a track or two that may fit oh, in here. Uh, well, let's. Uh, we can do another another one of James's tracks. I, I I guess you know since we were talking about the you know all the people being sent, sent off to fight for sea, water, and, and land, we could go to, I think you have a, a track that speaks about this, this issue. Uh, it's, okay. it's from, yeah. from Lamb of God, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Lamb of God, uh, Ashes of the Wake, uh, not only track name, album name as well. This band has uh, a reputation for being outspoken uh, about the war in the Middle East, that the the war over there, that's uh, well, about how many different wars were there, but we wrap them all into one, right? They're all under the same umbrella. Uh, this band has been outspoken about that war over the years. And um, we have a bit of an instrumental ashes of the wake. This song uh, is a bit of an instrumental it's, I like the music and then they to kind of sprinkle in some of the messaging that they like to talk about or put out there. They took like a spoken word narration type of type of thing and it's in there. So it won't be the usual, you know, roaring that you'd expect from a band like Lamb of God, but it's still, and yeah, they're talking about the war in the Middle East, but this is not, we can talk about it on the other side of it, you know. We can we can talk more then. Every 
yeah, conscientious objector. It goes from the order follower who's freaking, you know, like shoot them all, man. I don't care. Fight them over there so we don't have to fight them over here. So then they freaking allegedly grow consciousness and be like, I'm not gonna kill for my government. It's like, fucker, you already did. But anyway, James, go ahead, take it away, man. <laughs> um, I wrote down some things. Hold on, let me. So yeah, I wrote down some things and uh yeah, talking about how everyone was the, the the terrorists were dressing in civilian clothes. So they basically were saying, oh yeah, here we go. That uh that meant that they changed up the way that they'd approach it. And that meant everyone was a terrorist. So if somebody came into our perimeter, we'd light them up. And this happened, and you know, we'd pull the bodies out and there'd be no weapons. And it happened time and time again. Yeah, see. Uh, no harm, no foul. That's okay. Don't worry about it. They'd be told. Uh, new, new type of war. It's eradication. Yeah. Everyone was a terrorist. Yeah. It was a new type of war. It wasn't a war at all. It was like he's saying, it's an eradication. But it's like that point of being having it happen time and time again just makes me think about like, wh what about the first time it happened? Wouldn't you be like, whoa, what the fuck? Wouldn't you stop then? How about you don't? And I think that by the end of this, it's kind of turned into a, into a, uh, don't go into the military type of message like don't do it because if they've done it if they did it before they'll do it again they'll make you follow the orders and this is the orders that you're going to have to follow i know veterans and i know veterans that have been very outspoken and i've spoken to them about even the way that they pulled out of the middle east this past year and how these veterans they feel like they wasted so much of their time and their lives fighting for a cause they feel like they were lied to you know feelings aside they were they were lied to it doesn't matter if you feel it or not that's the facts you were lied to and i've i've had deep conversations that have gotten heated with some of these guys when, when i have to tell them like look you know how do you think about it now do you still, still think you're you know, fighting for God and country and they make everything that you consider hard work look like it mattered to, it came to you know, amount to nothing. Um, but by the end of this track, he's talking about feelings and like, you know, and, and everything and feelings, they played a part in his stopping, you know, of this type of behavior. He's not going to do it again. It doesn't make a difference. You already did it. You're, it's already been done. It doesn't make a fucking difference if you're not going to do it again. You know, I mean, I guess the universe will forgive you, but you're still going to have to pay for those initial fucking fuck ups, you know, like in one way or another in this world or the next, you're going to be paying for that. Um, I want yeah, to, but you have to yeah, you have to quit none, nonetheless. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very good point. Yeah. Quit nonetheless, but you, you know, just be ready to meet your maker when when the time comes because it's going to be it's going to it's going to come back your way you know and you can you can absolve yourself like i guess you can make up for it and kind of lessen the blow but you still did those things didn't you and a lot of people probably enjoyed it a lot more than they're letting on and that's kind of sick uh in my and maybe it's not my opinion but i reserve that to be an opinion of mine that it's sick um to want to uh, knowing now how the U.S. government treats its military 
to continue to want to sign up for an organization like that. From this moment forward, I think you'd have to be sick in the head. I grew up and saw this war evolve, not firsthand, but on the news and the media, friends of mine who were just as angry about 9-11 as I was. Hell, I even almost enlisted a few times. Synchronicity, synchronicity kind of played a part in how I wasn't enlisted. Um, anywho, not about me. But if you are one of the people that continues to think that you're fighting for some just cause by going into the military to defend your country and doing your part, <laughs> yeah, doing your part, right? I don't know. Maybe it's bad news to hear it, but you're being played. I can get down with a group of people going, hey, we're going to band together. If you come over here and try to fuck with us, we're going to fuck you up. I can get down with that. You know, a group of volunteers, like a militia, right? I'm, you'll never hear me say, don't do that. But you enlist to go overseas to fuck up people that you've never met before, that never did anything to you. All right. So there was this huge terrorist attack. Let's just go with the face value of the narrative, right? All right, so there was that huge terrorist attack, maybe multiple. You're angry, I get it, you know, but like, look how they treated you. You want to go and have to listen to them? Your skills can be used. You can still defend people that can't defend themselves if that's the noble cause that you think you're enlisting to do, but not for them. Don't, don't go and enlist for them to have to listen to the government and be an order follower, you know? And we're at a point in history, again, like this time, this keeps repeating tonight. We're at this point in history, like look what they're telling us is going on over in Europe or what, Asia. Notice how I even said that sentence, what they are telling us is going on. This is, we're not there. No amount of YouTube videos or Facebook posts is gonna get into my head and tell me that, that, that you know, I don't see it for myself, but guess what? There's people that are ready to go and it ain't going to be pretty. We haven't, we, we can just say no. <laughs> I feel bad for these guys, man. I really do. The more of you that go overseas, the less of you will be here in case somebody tries to fuck with us at home. Maybe that's by design, but I'm Maybe. just saying. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm reminded of Pat Tillman. You know, you're talking about football player, Cardinals, $30 million, whatever, gives it up to join the military after 9-11 to go do his part over there. And then finds out they're protecting poppy fields and wants to blow the lid. And then he dies, gets killed, come to find out, died of friendly fire. It's like, hmm, so that's what happens to, you know, your beloved country military when you try and do what's quote unquote right and, you know, spill the beans. They take your ass out. <laughs> So it's an accident though, Ivan. You're looking too much. I know, that, that's right. Don't listen to his parents and brother and people that investigated it and went up against Cheney and or Rumsfeld and Bush and all that. Come on, they're anti American. I know that's unpatriotic. Come on, yeah, because they hate us for our freedoms. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, after this song, I guess I can go in for some change of pace, even though the topic is. You know, it's still still the same, <laughs> still very related. So yeah, let's go ahead and play my uh, 
track here. Since Moscow burned As Cossacks tear us piece by piece Our dead are strewn a hundred leagues Though death would be a sweet relief And our grand army is dressed in the ranks A frozen starving beggar band Like rats we steal each other's scraps Fall to fighting hand to hand Save my soul from evil Lord And heal this soldier's heart I'll trust in thee to keep me Lord I'm done What dreams he made for us to dream Spanish skies, Egyptian sands God, the world was ours, we marched upon Our little corporal's command And I lost an eye at Austerlitz The saber slash yet give me pain True love awaits me still Flower of the Aquitaine Save my soul from evil and lord And heal the soldier's heart I'll trust in me to keep me lord I'm For her who prays for me A safe return to my belfry We prayed these wars would end our wars In war we know is no romance And I pray our child will never see Their little corporal again Point toward a foreign shore Captivated hearts of men I save my soul from evil Lord And heal the soldier's heart I'll trust in thee to keep me Lord I'm
Well, that's another way to say quit your cult, I guess. Nice way. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I like to point out that that's one of our movie soundtracks full yeah, immersion was, artists, contributing artists there. Mark yeah, Nofer. this was from, uh, from Mark Nofer, and it's called Down with Bonaparte, meaning Napoleon Bonaparte. <laughs> And this is from his uh, his first, I think, uh, his first solo solo album, Golden Heart, from 1996. The year after they, the year after they ended the his group, you know, the Dire Straits in '95. So yeah, man, uh, as we as we discussed, uh, he was tired of getting his money for nothing. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. No, I but... got that joke. I got that. Never mind. <laughs> the Captain America. I got that one. <laughs> I liked this song, Francesco. I really did. It was nice. Not really the biggest Dire Straits fan, and I never knew the guy's name, but like this had a nice melody to it. I, I liked the music in the background, and the lyrics were like interesting. It, like kind of a little bit of a history lesson in there too. I've never heard of Aquitaine before, but I kind of looked it up while the song was playing. That's neat, you know. Yeah, well, he's uh, he's he's pretty much he's a uh, you know the person talking is a is a French uh, is a, or, or former you know French soldier of you know Napoleon's you know Grand Army there, and yeah. you know it's pretty much tell you know he you know I like I like this song quite a bit you know when I heard it I was like yeah I, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring this up in the in the show because. It speaks a lot to you know order following and enlisting in in the military <laughs> in general. You know he was, you know he he pretty much listened to he listened to this you know power hungry you know power hungry people in power and promising you know that they will have, you know conquered the world and will have glory and honor. And instead, what he got, he got like to you know freeze to death and and starve in you know in during the Russia campaign, and and then he he even lost an lost an eye in the battle of Austerlitz, and you know he doesn't know if he's gonna go back home to his uh, his loved one, and yeah, don't you know, don't join yeah, the military, <laughs> yeah, and go to die for you know crazy little. You know the the little corporals. Yeah, I mean this is like a different change of pace from the the heavy metal song that we yeah. just played a few minutes ago. But like this is like a soldier's lament. This is just a guy tired of being in a being a soldier. Yeah, I'm done with Bonaparte. So you know, yeah, I'm done with the you know, I'm done with it. <laughs> yeah, I'll wash my hands of this madness and go home if I could. I yeah. guess he might be a little scared about being a deserter, right? Back in those days, if you were a deserter, you'd get worse than a death in the battlefield. I mean, it's that's what it, I mean. From what I can recall from some of the history that I've heard about back in those days, oh, yeah. being a deserter yeah. was not a good. You did not know, know you'd be you're more scared of being a deserter than dying in the war. The freezing to death in Russia was was easy compared to being a deserter. And um, speaking of. Wait, didn't I make a note about this? Yeah, so the sweet that you can tell that that he's really ready to have it be over, no matter what, because he's talking about the sweet release of death. There's a line I think in the song about death's yep. sweet release. So this dude in the story being told in the song is just ready for it to be done, 
And Napoleon, man, that Napoleon complex, that doesn't come from nowhere. <laughs> that dude was like, he was on a fucking mission, dude. He wouldn't stop for anyone. They had to take him and put him on a deserted island, for Christ's sake, like to get that dude to calm down, you know? <laughs> and, oh, and not to mention Napoleon Bonaparte, Freemason. Then for me, what stands out here, I'm always, you know, when it comes to freaking religion, the mind control, these freaking people and their bullshit, because, again, the obfuscation to me now is every, so obvious whenever I hear Jesus or Lord. And like Pasio said, whenever you hear Jesus, it's truth. It's the truth. So here, this verse right here, save my soul from evil, truth, and heal this soul dyer's heart. I'll trust in thee to keep me truth i'm done with bonaparte see so it's not lord that this you know blue-eyed you know brown hair blonde-haired yeah. white guy in the middle east is kind bearded, of oh, bearded dude is bearded no guy it's truth yeah. yeah it's truth motherfuckers <laughs> so once you wake up to the truth it's like wait a minute i'm suffering all this torture on this bail based on these lies and following this little fucking shithead over here that's truth man that's what will you know save one's soul from evil when you start opening up to the fucking truth and notice yeah. how i said you know heal this soul dyer's heart so it's not a soldier soul dyer you know so when you face the truth and open up the truth yeah, you start changing things you get that cognitive dissonance until you're accepting and like nope now you're starting to stand on truth and go to the truth and be like fuck all this bullshit and lies and and that's the problem a lot of people don't want to face the truth and they keep buying the uh, rhetoric and the propaganda and the lies and deception because the lord is truth jesus is truth <laughs> so yeah and i, those, I words hope are, those words are interchangeable based on like how they would be used in like i guess you'd call it the contextual history of the language or how the parlance was back then i guess it could you could interchange them and jesus referred to himself as the truth the light and the way so that's how we you know if that's who he considered himself then lord jesus christ we can okay he 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 said he's the truth we can take those words and interchange them i like how yeah. you pointed out i'll trust in thee to keep me lord well back in the day which was wednesday by the way <laughs> there you go ivan very uh, <laughs> good thank you dane cook you're welcome. Uh, I'll trust in thee to keep me, Lord. Well, long ago, the word keep didn't just mean like somebody's property. It meant like your upkeep, right? Like to keep and bear arms, right? Is to like, you know, take care of, to keep, your, you know. Yeah, I think the, yeah, the, the important part there, I trust in thee to keep me, not, not in, and not in some other, you know, general or dictator or whatever. Hmm. So he's gonna finally yeah. turn to, you know, to the to the light instead of keep following the, you know, keep following you know evil, <laughs> evil yeah. dictates. Yeah. Yeah, right. I, like, I, I trust in truth to keep me because he's talking the truth. Lord is thee, so I trust in truth to keep me. See, yeah. so when you're you lying to the out. truth, yeah. You could take out the word keep and replace it with something a little bit more of the modern parlance would be to say, I trust in thee to protect me. Because that's how I see this word keep being used in this line. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, I think that the story is being told from a, 
of a person who's not necessarily resigning themselves to be the property of the Lord, but to follow this, the truth, Lord here, to follow the truth, I'll trust in the truth to keep me, to protect me. To follow God, you know? God's law, not, not man's law. So and it's he's because done, he's done he's, with this. He's done with the, man's law and exactly what I was about to say. God's dude. law. Yeah. You know, the higher yeah. power yeah. slow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done with I'm done with this little well, bone part wasn't really as short as they mean make him out to be, but I'm done with this little creep who's fucking screaming about shit. I'm done with it. I'm trusting mm -hmm. the truth now. I want to go home. I want to go home. <laughs> And then this verse right oh. here, I pray our child will never see a little corporal again. Don't become an order follower. See, don't yeah. don't submit to you know authority. Yeah. yeah. Hey, then um, real quick, since we're talking about you know, we're talking about what we're talking about. If Francesco could stay awake for two minutes and two seconds, I got a quick short little track here that I found on YouTube. That's pretty interesting. The video while we watch it will speak for itself but the lyrics with the video is kind of ah, i see what they're doing there and this is from some group i never heard of again it popped up on my radar maybe you've heard this uh james but let me throw this on real quick and we can just go over it real quick and then i guess we're getting close to the end of the show here if we got another track or two and uh we'll, we'll take it from there so let me go ahead and bring this up here real quick Like I said, that's some obscure shit that just popped on my radar. I don't know, James, have you heard of this uh, Sylvia Gray or anything or no? Saliva Gray. No, I, I haven't. I, I haven't heard of that, but that was. Uh, holy shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Desperate for humanity. It's <laughs> that's a lot to unpack 
packed in there. The video yeah. for people who are obviously aren't watching this, it's a video we've seen online before with everybody connected to their cell phones. Everybody, this little animated yeah. thing, and just that connection to the self disconnected from each other, from humanity. But yeah, the lyrics in here, the way this this group or you know these these artists put this together, very interesting stuff. Uh, yeah, I'll just try and touch real quick here. So uh, balancing the line uh, of love and hate on and off with the current state of humanity. Mm -hmm. Watching the movements of every single human, especially myself, forever observant. That's being aware, not woke, but aware. We are alone. See, but that's obfuscation, but we're creating that artificially, right? attack connected to our technologies instead of looking people in the face. Lacking empathy, we are desperate. Look around and every motherfucker on the screen. <laughs> True. Mm -hmm. All about they self, selfies. So I'm all about me. Again, that programming. Well, if everybody's doing that, well, shit, you, you know, you, you're attached to society. What they do, you end up doing. And you got to be the, that first track, right, that you brought up, James, the brave ones, you, you know, the, the programming, the, uh, you know, the traditions. This is the new tradition. Everybody's on their phone. So now yeah. you look like a fucking retard if you're not walking around doing selfies and looking at your phone because, you know, right. you, you're not part of the cult. Y'all right. don't want to live. Y'all don't even want to breathe. Uh, let's see what else. Insane motherfucker. Y'all made me. See, again, when you keep resisting, 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 but eventually if you want to exist in this society, you want to eat, you want to be able to, to do what you need to to survive. You got to go ahead and eventually either submit or reluctantly comply. Counting on all one second yeah. about that, about that line, insane motherfucker, y'all made me right. Yeah. It's almost like he's like shouting back saying, I'm in, I'm insane. No, 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 no. Y'all made me like, no, 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 no. I'm a product of this environment. True. And yeah. it's like, you know, like Jack Nicholson said in the departed you be a product of your environment or have your environment be a product of you. I don't want to really go down the rabbit hole of that mm. saying, but I think that I, I, that's what popped into my head. Now I know I'm not saying I think that's what popped into my, I know that's what popped into my head when I saw that line. I think that's what that, this line what could they be. mean. Yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah, no, y'all made, y'all made me. I'm the, like, so in the video we see one of the, characters in the little cartoon walking around he's not on his phone he's not the next sheep in the herd he's just roaming he's around, looking around all, he's aware he's yeah, watching everybody yeah watching all this sad shit going on this disgusting behavior going on while everyone's buried in their little you know their little phone and their their screens virtual um, realities you know we see in the video buildings burning down with this bitch that's just more concerned about a selfie uh, people walking down the street, they, they fall, they're falling into a, a manhole sewer. Um, mm -hmm. There's also the sad thing about how really society is going this direction. And it's actually very, very sad. It's one character in the cartoon that wants to jump off of a building and no one is even sad about it. They're just filming it and uh, false flags, whatever, staged events whatever but i mean we saw how one of those videos changed the fucking world a couple of years back and it's just hey 
instead of filming it, once you jump in, try to stop this shit from happening, make the person that's want, wanting to jump feel like they're valued. And maybe it's a society like this where everything is on a screen, artificial, again, filters on Instagram. I saw another bitch fucking in a restaurant, not happy with the man that's sitting across the table from her. So she just starts swiping and, you know, I don't know, but that's one of those dating apps or whatever, mm-hmm. but. I've never used one of those. I've been married for like a decade. But for real, like it's sad where we're where we're where we're where we are. Like it's hence at least this guy's pointing out desperate for humanity. It's kind of like you're at a point when you do care and empathize, you do stress and worry for real organic reasons. Like, don't like what the fuck is going on? Not for the bullshit that everybody else stresses. Like, I don't have enough likes. I don't look the way the model on TV looks like but all the fake stuff. You're actually stressful and, and desperate for humanity when you're like, dude, we're doing this to each other. Hello, alert, alert, you know, alarm, red alert, you know, something's wrong here. So yeah, that that's what this song is pointing out here. Right. And even in the title itself, the the four is in parentheses, which means that you can actually subtract that from the from the title. Very good. Like, uh, and you can actually because it's in parentheses, you're allowed to subtract it from the title. And it just from there, it reads desperate humanity. So what are we desperate for? We're, and that's why you put the four in like that, because you're desperate for humanity for that feeling of humanity, not humanity as a group, but the feeling of somebody being humane for humanity, that, that action of what it's like to be a part of that, that, that good thing of humanity, showing that to each other, you know, Mm. and that's what these phones and the next popular topic, you know, that's what these things do. They take us away from that. Um, And it gives us this life that is just, in my opinion, undesirable. I mean, we we're on a computer right now talking about this stuff. Yeah, all right. I get it. Okay, I get how it looks, but intention, right? We're seeing a video about, and we're reading lyrics about a lot of bad intentions. So, I mean, we have to consider those intentions, you know. So it's like, yeah, these guys are on this computer right now talking a bunch of shit about music, like pointing out some pretty crazy stuff you know uh, well it gives them the right to bitch about people being on their phones well it's you know we're we're spreading good stuff we're not spreading hate not spreading fucking misery you're trying to help lift out of that shit and i mean this video just kind of fucked fucked my mind with my head a little bit like that (laughs) yeah it jumps yeah she jumps and everyone's filming and as soon as she hits the ground they just go okay and they walk away yeah, it's one of one of those one of those short truth atomic bombs, I guess. Well, you know what? I didn't even my intention wasn't even there. I wasn't aware of that intention with this, but you know what, James? This synchronistically ties to the beginning of the show when you were talking about truth hurts and we got it. Some people don't want to admit, but look, bam, it's like holy shit. Well, there's a reality check for you. That's what truth does. Truth will freaking say, I don't care if it hurts your little freaking emotions or feelings or gets you. This is what is. Bam. There it is. Deal with it. You're right. You're right. You're right. And it's like, deal with it. Or, you know, you say deal with it. Well, that means a couple of different things. Deal with it. Some people take that as like, shut up. Right. But no, we're saying deal with it. Like, no, deal with it, man. Do something about it. Don't shut up and just 
walk away, do some deal, deal yeah. with it. Don't just deal with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe like I should say like uh, Sean Connery and the Untouchables. Now, what are you prepared to do? You right. know, you're presented <laughs> with this situation. This is where you are. Now what? You know, so right. that kind of deal with that. Now, what are you prepared to do? Are you going to crawl into a shell, you know, and, and hide? Or are you going to be like, that's fucked up. Somebody should do something about it. Yeah, you. You do something about it. Talk about it. Express, right. You know, freaking, you know, dissect it. End it. You know, bring it to people's attention. Be like, yo, hello, this is fucked up. Something needs to be done about this. Right. It's like that psychological thing that happens to a, a person when they're seeing something fucked up goes going down. They go, somebody's going to do something, right? And everybody expects another person. Like it could be 10 people in a circle watching somebody <laughs> like a cop beat the fuck out of somebody that's innocent. Everyone's standing there looking, thinking that somebody else is going to do something to stop it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, what about, what if it's you? What if it's you, the person who's going to be the one to stop it? And you think somebody else is going to do it. Like, if you're having that thought, why don't you be the one to stop it? Because you don't know the nine other people in that circle probably. They're are just, just waiting. They're just waiting for that one. And if that one yeah. never does it, it's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And if one person <laughs> does it, chances are you're going to get about maybe seven out of the rest of them to jump into to stop the behavior. Yep. Yeah. I got two, two little movie clips that just popped up because of what you're saying right there. One, well, one was a comedian and one was a movie clip. The comedian was, uh, it's on Def Comedy Jam and it was like a sex joke, whatever. But the guy says something about you become that motherfucker. See like that, you know, you're like, well, yeah. somebody needs to know you become that motherfucker. It's, you know, it's waiting on you. And then um, Sucker Punch, the end of Sucker Punch, there's a line where that, you know, the protagonist says something about, you know, it's you, you you're, you're, you're the one, you know, it's just waiting for you. You have everything that, you know, all you need now, now act, now do something. See, so it's about that. It's you, you, hello, you, you, we keep pointing to others, others, everybody's like somebody else. No, it's, it's the individual. It's you, 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 you know, we're the, we're the, the the ones we've been waiting for you know not not just francesco not just james not just me but us as humanity we're the ones that got to assume responsibility and we're like you know what enough of this shit stand up and and take action no one is coming to save you you need to save yourself and mm -hmm. do it in a morally right way and and try your best to save as many fucking people around you that you can even mm -hmm. if you think initially that they don't deserve to be saved fucking try because no one else is going to be no give them the tools for them to save themselves as well Correct. that's what i mean yeah that's what i mean not yeah. that you're the savior of everyone no <laughs> save yourself and teach others how to save themselves too along the way yep all right so i guess that, that was enough out of this track even though it's got some more stuff going on but we got the gist of it if anybody wants to to have to add another track um, I think because I already kind of mentioned it earlier, I think we'll just go to Here's to Life by Streetlight Manifesto. <laughs>
Hey there, soldier, what did you do? Just when the world was looking to you To write anything that meant anything You told us you were through And it's been years since you passed away But I see no black and I see no gray And I can't help believing You wanted it that way Vincent Van Gogh, why do you weep? You were on your way to heaven but the road was steep Who was there to break your fall? Guilty one and all And I don't know much but I do know this With a golden heart comes a rebel fist I can't help agreeing themselves or died wicked young or or whatever you know yeah but the message is it's it's good in the end so (laughs) yeah i mean it it goes back to like the i mean we can go through and talk about each of these names that are that are dropped in case you don't really know who many of them are or any of them are but um camus uh that's i actually pulled up his name here because they don't drop, they don't drop his first name, but Camus that, yeah, Albert Camus, and he was, uh, he thought that without freedom, life was pointless. So I guess he, I think he, uh, and he thought that, I think that uh, suicide was the only way out, if you weren't free. If I'm remembering correctly, I, I briefly read up on him because I was, uh, you know, I, I wanted to be prepared to talk about this song. Because what drew me to this song initially was the last verse and a couple of the little points made here and there. But a lot of names in this song. Holden Caulfield is the main character from Catcher in the Rye. Mm. Uh, and Salinger, late, made, uh, later on in the song, is mentioned. It's the author of Catcher in the Rye. Uh, the only book he ever wrote. And that book is, I think, who was it that got assassinated? And their assassination was because the would-be assassin read A Catcher in the Rye and thought that it was the, that book. John Lennon? John Lennon got assassinated by that guy. Well, well, is it Johnny, Charlie, or something? Uh, freaking, there was a, a, a film made of that. Uh, Jared Leto played him, gained a whole bunch of weight for the role. Sure, sure. Yeah, I remember the film. Uh, I, I remember the film being made, that there's a film that exists about that. I've never seen that film. 
But yeah, I mean, he read Catcher in the Rye and decided to kill John Lennon, I guess, thinking that that was so a lot of controversy around that book. Uh, it was the only book that Salinger wrote. Uh, so Hemingway, you know, this all around Hemingway, just all around badass, you know, a real going against the grain type of dude. A lot of these guys, they, they were rebels, you know, it mentions it later on in the song about with a, with a golden heart comes a rebel fist and, uh, you know, it goes on to say some other things too. So there's, yeah, Salinger and, uh, <laughs> there's no plaque, no grave, um, it's like people don't really remember him because he only did the one thing, but that one thing caused quite an impact. And you got Vincent Van Gogh there mentioned, and there's uh, there's that golden heart. Yeah, and I don't know much, but I do know this: with a golden heart comes a rebel fist. But I can't help agreeing with those that would not quit. So yep. kind of like stepping right. into the realm of like saying that these guys all killed themselves or died young or however it happened. And, you know, I agree with those that didn't quit being rebels. It, this is the part of the song that drew me in. Um, KDC, that's Kurt Douglas Cobain. Hmm. And you were much too young, but I draw the line at suicide. Here's to life, right? That's the overall message of the song. It makes me sick when I think of it. All my heroes could not live with this. And I hope you rest in peace because with us, you never did. Uh, they were real. These guys, they, you know, regardless of what you think about the reasons why they were there, or who were paying, who, who, who was paying these guys or what their whatever their impact on culture changed. We owe Kurt Cobain killed hair metal. <laughs> like he's attributed with with the death of glam metal at the at the end of the 80s into the 90s you know he came out on the scene with his band and people gave grunge their attention instead of the glam metal like Def Leppard and all that other bullshit that was coming out of the late 80s like Cinderella you know like it, uh, if you like that type of music Hey, that's your style, man. That's your taste. I don't have a problem with anyone else's taste. I'm just saying that we that stopped being popular because of Nirvana, Kurt Cobain. Um, you know, I hope you rest in peace because with us, you never did. Uh, a lot of the names in that song, I mean, they were put in the public eye for for either good or bad reasons, and they didn't want the attention, especially Kurt Cobain didn't want the attention. Uh he allegedly killed himself. I think it was Dave Grohl, but I, uh, I don't know how much evidence I have to back that up with, but Dave Grohl's kind of fucked. His drummer just died and his drummer kind of looked a lot like Kurt and had a couple of the same problems as Kurt Cobain. Anywho. And there's a movie that just came out um, called Studio 666. I haven't bothered watching it yet, but I thought that was pretty like interesting. That movie comes out and then one of those yeah. members dies. It was like, uh, well, Dave Grohl <laughs> gets possessed in that movie uh, and like uh, and the drummer dies in the movie. It's kind of weird. It's like, is this a satanic ritual? <laughs> is it a, is it is the power of the first one wearing off? You know, hmm. magic doesn't last forever. The The spell wears off. So you got to do it again if you want the same results. Kind of the backwards insanity, you know. And 
I don't know. It's kind of strange. Um, I, I pulled up this real quick here, kind of going back to that last song that I played with that one, you know, uh, thing about humanity. Um, what the hell was it? Desperate for humanity or desperate humanity. There's a verse here that I think kind of fits in a little bit with that. And who was there to break your fall? We're guilty one and all. So again, see that thing about one, it's you, you're the one, but yet who are the ones, you know, who's guilty of all this shit that we're dealing with all of us, one and all see. So we're guilty one and all, but yet we're the ones that if we change that, we realize our guilt and change our ways and do this. We're the solution also. So, you know, I thought that was interesting. That's that's in here. These four five little words, we're guilty one and all that's the problem and the solution right there. Yeah. We're all responsible for, for, you know, how reality is created we all play a part in that you know uh, and then the other part uh, if you if you want to take a couple minutes to talk about that golden heart rebel fist you know like, yeah with a uh i, I don't know much it. but i do know this with a golden heart comes a rebel fist but i can't help agreeing with those that would not quit yeah so it's like you know what how does one get a golden heart? You guys want to weigh in on that? Like, how does one get a golden heart? Because I think that kind of tackling that question, our gotta have care. Of, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. But the, so, yeah. Yeah, so if you start, get, yeah, if sorry, you start to have, to have care for things, then you'll, then I guess it's when you'll become a, you'll become a rebel because <laughs> you'll see, you know, why do you become a rebel though? Well, you start aligning to truth and you see how everybody's wrong, even though they think they're right, you know, and that's the thing when everybody's not aligned to truth or to natural law or nature and that disconnect to the artificiality and all this stuff, that's how you, you know, get a golden heart. You stay true to yourself, to nature, to what the, what's right. And then comes a rebel fist where it's like, you know, I'm thinking Bruce Lee when it comes to rebel fist, but, you know, it's that action, that thoughts you know, the heart, mind, guts, you know, so it has to start with the care, the heart, you know, what's right, you know, what's true, you're thinking right, and then action, because rebel fist is kind of like action, you think action, you know, and heart is emotion. So there's that connection, that trinity, I think. I gravitate toward that word rebel. You know, I mean, what does that word mean? You're not going with the crowd, right? Back, back to that first track. Yeah, that you're, you're not, not part of that uh tradition exactly exactly funny how all these shows tend to work out that way that things kind of we don't plan it we weren't sophists that we were like okay francesco james we're going to come together make sure you play this song first play this song in the middle and play this one at the end because there's a word here that two hours prior we're not going to realize is going to tie in two and a half hours to this one so you know that that's how smart intelligent we are that we plan this this way sarcasm i'm kidding the universe did this this is how shit works out folks yeah, yeah. that's true <laughs> yeah it comes with a with a golden heart comes a rebel fist it's like you you they they come together they're it's a package deal and 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 to apply the lyric to how things are going in recent history a little further back if you want and it's kind of been a trend over a long period of time of you know um 
having a golden heart means you're you're a nonconformist. You're a rebel. You know, they come it comes with the territory of being a rebel. Like you have to have a golden heart. And I mean, because with all the immoral shit that's going on and all the backstabbery and the tomfoolery, the fuckery that's going on in the world, like if you're gonna have a golden heart, you're gonna be a rebel compared to how the majority of the majority of shit's going, you know? Um, yeah. You know, That's this right. ties back to the previous song or one of the previous songs with the Lord, how, again, people think of that, the goddamn freaking symbolism of the white dude, beard and the eyes and all, but yet you right. see his uh, thing where he's got the heart. It's illuminated. It looks golden. It's that care for truth. Again, care for truth and rebel fist rebel. What was he, you know, against the what the changers you know it's a rebel he was an enemy of the state you know so that rebellious thing see so again there's that symbolism right there but you know if you read into it it's all right there that's what i pick up (laughs) golden heart ties to that heart you know with uh, that they put in those drawings of jesus paintings yeah unfortunately a lot of these guys they quit the fight i mean they, they didn't who knows if they you know how legit their stories really are but i mean the story itself carries value, right? So, I mean, they quit. I mean, that's the story, you know? So, I mean, I agree. I agree with the lyric here about not, uh, I can't help agreeing with those that would not quit. Yeah. You know, yeah. We talk, we talk about, fight, we talk about this up. too, not, you know, uh, in yeah. the, in, in our episode, you know, it's about the sustained, you know, the sustained effort of people who, who didn't quit. And that's the reason why now we can, you know, we still have a chance, you know. <laughs> I think that the universe works in a way where that chance is never truly taken away from us. Where like we, no matter how bad it gets, we always will have the chance to, yeah. to, Ho- hopefully, to say hopefully, no, man. <laughs> you know, the, the amount of work that they would really have to do to take away the idea of saying no. They get away with it some places, but like if we can, I think that that's like the like really one thing. If we're gonna make sure it doesn't get taken away, it's that one thing about being able to say no, that urge to say fuck you in the face of of somebody who would take your life without even thinking twice about it. You know, like the, these control freaks, these psychopaths. It's like. I think that no matter how far they get in their agenda, they'll never truly accomplish it because the universe itself has its own will and it wants freedom for the life that's in it. And it's going to maintain some sort of way for us to get back there. It's like the, we talked about the pendulum earlier goes out and comes back like we're just on the backswing of it right now where things look really fucking terrible but no matter how much these control freaks try to stay in power they're it's not gonna last we don't know how long it will will last but i believe that it will it will stop someday somehow they can't keep it up forever they just cannot what's that um hindu indian Thing, not Bhagavad Gita, but there's a word. What's that? Um, there's something with the universe, with, with the cycles. The yugas. The yugas. Yes, mm. the yugas. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. That when one ends, another begins, and it's supposed right. to. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, and no yeah. matter how hard they try to fight the the changing of the tide, you know you you're gonna get you're gonna get churned under. Might as well like paddle with the current, bro, because you're gonna have an easier time. And the current is going in a way where it's like, no, people are sick and tired of this shit. It's been going on for 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 millennia now. People are yeah. fucking tired of it. Not enough people. I, <laughs> I think that the problem is, and like I've been seeing this a lot, really. I think that the problem isn't so much people not being awake. I think it's that people think that they can't make a difference. I keep getting told, like, oh, well, what can you do? You know, like people throwing, yeah, their, yeah I know all this stuff, but what can you really do? You can do a lot. You can really do a lot. You can start talking to other people about it. That's something that I hope to inspire with the conference that I hope to inspire just every day anyways. I don't need the conference to, 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 to be there, but I mean, it's a goal. Setting goals is how they got to get done what they got done already. We got to set our own goals too and follow through with them. Mm-hmm. However hard the work might be following through with the goals proves to the universe that we mean it. And it's going to be like, Oh, you mean it. Okay. Time to consider your reward. And the more people that we get to start speaking about it, the vibratory energy of the speech itself is going to combat the evil shit that they're fucking putting out. So if we just speak truth and that's going to do amazing things for the progress of freedom uh, I just, I think that's where a lot of people stray from the path is where they think they got it in their head, this self-defeating mentality, this self-loathing where they think they can't make a difference. It's like, you know how many people are individuals, just individual people make a difference in the world and they're just one person and whether or not that difference is good or bad, they're still making some kind of difference. I mean, this fuckhead that's the president you know he's making a difference whether he's really pulling the strings or not he's playing a part he's 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 taking up space in your head and he's not even paying you any rent and he's playing a part in how you see the world so yes he is making a difference doesn't matter if he's really the one in charge or not drop the conspiracy theories they're entertaining but we got to dial it back and I don't like telling people how to think or what to think or coming across this way, but I think that it's a big fucking distraction and there's better things to be spending your time on. And one of them is like, what do you really concentrate on? What are you really paying attention to? What are you spending time on? And if you're talking about the fucking earth being flat, fighting about it being flat or round or hollow, you're wasting your fucking breath and time don't have time for this shit anymore the moon's fake real whatever we landed on it and didn't who cares okay we didn't land on it and the fucking earth is flat now what now what are are we are we still enslaved did that information change our our condition of slavery no, but it fed the narcissism because i'm right i'm gonna sit here in my ego and be happy that we're on a flat earth in, you know with a fake moon Yay. Well, That's it. Flat, That's what they're looking for. <laughs> if the earth is flat, go to the edge and jump the fuck. <laughs> jump the fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that could be an you're idea. The, <laughs> again, you're in the way. Get out of the way, dude. 
get out of the fucking way. These people, like I, 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 I like that. The, these people are taking up space in your head and they're not even paying the rent, <laughs> you know, like, so yeah, like, I don't know. We need more, uh, need more hands, man. <laughs> yep. And, and then real quick tying into this show, uh, I don't know if it was the last show or somewhere on the lines I mentioned it, that preview to the new Elvis movie. There's a line in there that he says something to the effect of, well, well they had in the trailer, they show real quick that when he was young teenager, he was like in one of these uh, Christian uh, evangelical churches and the dancing and kind of, you know, getting the spirit and all the shit. And that's part of his dancing. But yet he says a line in there that his pastor told him when you, when you're not allowed to say what you want to say, sing, you know? So again, that's like this, the podcast, truth and music, you know, when you, people aren't listening to you, conversation, this and that, you're boring, man. Leave me alone. All right. Sing music. They're like the, the beats and everything. And there's truth that gets in there. So that's again, a tool that that's truth in music right there. You know, just yeah. wanted to put that there. Yep. Yeah, that's true. And uh, well, guys, I think I'll uh, start wrapping it up for today. And thank you very much for uh, your participation. Uh, thanks, James, for being here with us once again. You, uh, uh, Ivan, and uh, you too, Francesco. You know, you're the host after all. Thank you so much. I always enjoy this. This is some. <laughs> this is honestly like my favorite po- type of podcast to do, where you get to shoot the shit about music and. You know, really, like, because I think music can really capture somebody's attention. We all like music. I've never met somebody that doesn't like music. And it's like a neat way to be like, hey, remember that song that you loved for the last 40 years or 20 years or even the last year? Well, guess what? (laughs) Some of that shit, (laughs) that's kind of what it really means. And you love it so much. Why don't you stand by it? You know, I think that that's neat. Thank you for coming up with this idea or even adopting this idea from others. However, it was created. It's, it's a wonderful fucking thing. And I couldn't be happier being a part of it. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, man. I, and I agree with you. <laughs> so yeah, Ivan, thanks again to you too. Anytime brother. And uh, yeah, stay. Yeah. We'll, uh, you know, stay tuned for, you know, we're going to have another, we're going to have another episode in maybe, you know, in some time, I don't know, a month or so, or maybe more. But yeah, so we should have another guest on. So we are kind of booked for episode 10, I guess. So yeah, stay tuned for another just show. Just go busy behind the scenes, huh? Yeah. And, oh, uh, Ivan, you didn't even, you didn't even get the... Wiki, wiki. <laughs> nah, it's getting, it's, right. it's getting old. <laughs> it's getting old. <laughs> oh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, okay. I'll... Uh, Thank you, everyone. And uh, yeah, James, you have your website for your mind, ne.com. Thank you. Yes. Free and the uh, conference. NE.com. You want to say the conference website again? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, yeah, my website, freeyourmindne.com. Uh, you find a Hitchhiker's Guide to Truth there. And then uh, make your way over to shatteringtheillusion.info to learn all about the conference and all the fucking fantastic a a grade grade a speakers that are going to be there in the fall uh one day event and with q a session and just all around just 
just a great, great lineup. And uh, yeah, we're very, very proud of, of the work that we, it's, a, it's a joint effort. So I'm actually just a co-organizer with Joe Murray of freedomforall.online. And we just kind of like, hey, we can, uh, we can play another role in this game. We can, we can make an, uh, a difference in more than just one way of having a podcast. Uh, we are capable of doing that. So let's see if we can do it. And so far, so good. You know, we've got some really good friends that, that we've met online over the last year or even more than longer than that. And just a Ivan, thank you again, man. Like, I can't wait to hear a better, uh, a more sussed out version of that presentation. I was interested when I first heard it and then I was like waiting for more. And I can't believe that you're choosing this venue to, to do that at man. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate everything that, that I've, that, that like, not that you've done it for me, but the things that I've been able to do since I met you, uh, I, I really do appreciate it, brother. And like, you know, you've, really helped me along the way and and i I, you owe i owe you a a great thanks for that i wouldn't even know francesco if it weren't for you or joe if it weren't for you you know so thanks man you're gonna make me cry all right all right all right (laughs) no but it's true it's true it's true but this ties back to something we were saying that last song that one person it's you that one individual you don't know yeah you know when they're saying well what you're gonna do what nothing can be done about it hello look right there I yeah. just did what I did a little bit based on Patio. Francesco did what he did based on whatever else. And now look, I yeah. remember now that you mentioned, I remember guy next door speaks, had you on. I heard you here, there. We communicated, did something. You had none of this going on. You were barely just starting, maybe even thinking about starting. And now yeah. look, what is it? A year or two later or something? Look at, look at everything that's going on. See, a so year. again, that one person, like, what can you do about it? Look, look at what James has done. See? Yeah. And even like meeting you, I mean, like was the meeting was like facilitated by Sean and, you know, it's just like everyone working together to like lift each other up and to push this, to push this greatness forward and forward the progress on the, on speaking truth. And like, I just see this as a, such a great thing. And I, I really wanted to vocalize like my, my gratitude that I have toward you, uh, Make sure Much appreciated. We'll hug it out. Yeah. We'll hug it out because I texted you earlier. Francesco doesn't know because yeah. you're on the other side of the freaking flat earth, <laughs> other side of the globe. I wish I could visit you, Francesco. We need to all hang out together. But yes, yeah. it's official. Yeah. One, day, got, one day, one day, it needs, tickets, it needs to happen one day. Yeah. Last night. yeah, got all my tickets and everything last night. So I will be in New York here in a few weeks for my son's uh, wedding. And I will be attempting to head up north quite a ways to hang out with james and i think joe murray's gonna tag along too so you know <laughs> so maybe we'll film a little something and put it online and it'll be like look no more virtual reality will actually yeah. be three right, people right. at the same spot that'll, sorry that'll be cool. yeah. <laughs> but yeah we got to get your way or bring you over here kidnap yeah, you right, put, put you That's on right. one of those uh chinese boats and sneak you over here in the containers yeah. and then we we'll can free it, we'll, all those other sex slaves oh wait never mind we got to get whoa. deeper into that stuff whoa <laughs> we'll do it pinocchio style you just geppetto your ass into a whale and we'll see you on the we'll see right. you over here there we go yeah yeah who knows who knows <laughs> but yeah i think yeah 
I think I'm pretty much done for today. So yeah, <laughs> let me let me rest, close bro. this up and yeah. Guys, and you, you got a parting track, right? Yeah, I have a closing track, and it's uh, I will leave you with the uh, track from Sons of Liberty, badass group. So yeah, go ahead and enjoy, and until next time. All at once I felt tremendous weight As if my chest was going to cave The tears that fell left a stain The world with nose enslaved Now I know it's hard to hear You better hear the words I say If we don't act as one you'll see The false prophets will betray It's weird.